Thanks for listening. I just want to give you a little intro into today's episode. I'm talking to Mark Wallerizziak Jr. He's the founder of GiveRing.com. We sort of take a turn in the middle and have sort of a mini strategy session. Uh, and then we finish things off with talking about a program that he's a part of through Y Combinator, uh, which if you don't know Y Combinator, it's a really good program for startups. It's, it's a very interesting conversation and I uh, hope you enjoy it. Today's guest is Mark Wallerizziak Jr. And he is the founder of GiveRing. Dot com, right? That's the yes, okay. yes, you're wrong. Give people a little bit of information about what GiveRing is. Yeah, GiveRing is it's obviously a new product that I'm starting up. It's a cashless exchange application uh, that rewards giving, and you know we want it to be applicable to not just small businesses but regular people as well. So, for example, um, I'll give you um, kind of an example from a consumer standpoint. Say you have a wedding coming up and you like a photographer and their services are maybe a little bit more expensive than you could afford to pay or you would like to pay. Let's just peg it at like a thousand bucks for this photographer for simple mathematics. And you're like, man, you know, I can afford to pay maybe 800 or $500 cash. But would you be willing to give me a discount and give a rank? And then you basically convert that discounted dollar amount into points for the person who gave it to you. So they're rewarded um, in the same amount of points as the dollars off that you got. And then the receiver goes kind of minus. So there's two things that happen. There's a debit and a credit. So for the giver, they're rewarded, you know, for their generosity of giving that huge discount to you. So they have 500 points or whatever it is to spend in the network on things that they want. So they kind of, they, they, you know, provide you that opportunity to, you know, obtain a good in service without coming fully out of pocket with cash. So we're trying to provide a way for people, uh, people and small businesses to conserve cash flow because that is the number one concern for, you know, small businesses anywhere is cash flow. It's tight, uh, you know, and the world seems to be squeezing down and debt seems to be piling up. And so I think that there's a really uh, big opportunity to introduce a, a cashless complement that can kind of marry with the money world doesn't really compete directly against it. Um, and for you know the photographer on their end of things, um, it allows them a tool to close sales without the pain of having to provide a pure discount. In which case they would you know they would lose that revenue potential. Um, you know they have say if a if a customer comes to them. And they're like, you know, I really want your photography services, but I'm only willing to pay 500 out of $1,000. You know, they have, the photographer has a couple of choices at that point. They can either fall on the sword and give them that pure discount and say, okay, well, I'll just do it for this amount. Um, or they lose the sale and stick to their guns. You know, that's a possibility as well. So we want to provide a way um, for them to, you know, not experience the pain of discounts. Um, it's a tool for them to, to close that sale and not have that customer, client, or business um, have to pay fully out of pocket. So the, so the client in this particular instance, they wouldn't have to know anything about giving rate. They would just well, they they would have to be um, registered. So probably probably would um, like kind of back up a little bit. So right now it's a browser based application, but we should have a mobile version ready in about a month's time within the next month and so it would work very similar to something like venmo it's a peer-to-peer -peer application so how it would work is if you're you know a photographer and we're having a conversation on this exact scenario 
you can go on there and, you know, we both have to be registered and then you can basically offer me that discount. You can offer me a $500 credit, um, you know, specify with your, you know, fun emojis, camera emoji, whatever description <laughs> it is, just like you have in the feed of Venmo. Um, very similar to like that to that. We have, um, you know, feed as well. Um, and then I would have to accept that. So then two parties have to kind of confirm that deal. Um, and then, you know, that's how it happens. Once the deal is accepted uh, by two parties, then, you know, the giver's credited, they're rewarded in givering points. And then the receiver is debited um, the same exact amount. And so um, they would have an obligation to then pay for that favor to whoever else in the community uh, over time. It doesn't have to necessarily be the same person who gave them something. So in a lot of ways, it kind of makes the, uh, the situation more flexible because, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a take on barter. Typical traditional barter, uh, it's considered a unilateral transaction. So it's like one guy has one thing, another guy has one thing, and they basically trade those one for one. one, for one. Um, you know, if you have something that I want and I have nothing that you want, well, that deal doesn't work, right? It's like it's kind of dead in the water. So we want to provide sort of the same level of flexibility as there is in the money world by, you know, utilizing a cashless system to provide the same kind of benefits. It's interesting. That's kind of, there was something that I thought about recently as far as like a strategy, uh, like a marketing strategy, business strategy, is <clears throat> building up one audience of people to trade that attention away for like a different audience of people. It's kind of similar to what you described as far as like marketing and, uh, you know, uh, social engagement and stuff like that. One question I have is how how are people like what's your sales process like? Are you how are you finding people to join this thing? Because it seems to me this, this is very uh, like a network effect play. The more yeah. people we can get involved, the stronger it gets, and that's that that's the blessing and the curse, right? Like the, yeah, I mean you hit the nail on the head. So there's definitely chicken and egg thing going on here. Um, you know it's it's one of those where you have to get the network effects to make it really, you know, worthwhile um, for people to get involved. Because then, if you end up with a whole bunch of points, and you're like, "What the hell do right. I do with it?" Right, right. So, um, you know, the the sales process for us, you know, we we just started. We only got about twenty five people registered. Um, you know, I want to really focus in on um, small business people first because they naturally offer goods and services already in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So if they accept something, it's easier for them to give something back of value and you know, they make out because they're building margins and all that stuff. Um, and so our whole process is, and I'm kind of executing this game plan like right now, um, is trying to, similar to how like Facebook started with like colleges and universities, I want to start with like chambers of commerce, uh, business institutions, so like business associations, you know, young professional and entrepreneur groups, um, you know, both online and in person, because there's a ton. If you go on, you know, Facebook, you can find barter and trade groups and all sorts of people swapping services the archaic way. Um, so I'm going to kindly invite them over to the <laughs> new age and say, hey, use this app. It's toaster easy. You just put your thing in and that's it. And, you know, nothing to worry about. So that's where I want to start. Um, 
and I've gotten really good like feedback uh, so far. Uh, I'm just hoping that I can kind of snowball it. Uh, you know, it's one of those, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those tough things because I'm a solo founder. Um, so it's like trying to get to the outreach has been difficult in a lot of ways because I've been stuck in product mode and iteration right. mode, and then you know I'm working on the mobile version. So I'm hoping to get out there more forcefully over the next month and. Um, you know, trying to recruit a co-founder, technical co-founder, so that right. like, help, so that I can be like the salesy guy and get out there. Is that what you enjoy more? What do you enjoy more? You know, I love building the product. Honestly, it's like something I've I taught myself how to do it. I had no freaking idea how. To, you know, I don't know how to code still. Okay. Well, maybe very rudimentary. <laughs> like I can build a really horrible website <laughs> that nobody will ever want to go on. Um, but I taught myself how to do it about. You know, two years ago, and I use a no-code platform called Bubble. Okay, um, it's awesome. I highly recommend it to anybody listening who is non-technical and they just want to build an MVP or product and get started. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like a drag-and-drop visual programming interface. Okay, um, kind of like uh, people are see like Wix or Squarespace, but that's more from like just the design. But you can kind of like use these building blocks, and it's just really cool um, yeah. to use it. So I used that. I fell in love with building. Like I had no idea I would love it so much. And so I really have enjoyed that process. But my wheelhouse is marketing, communications. Um, you know, it's trying to kind of create movements. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm, you know, I think uh, I think pretty good at. <laughs> I've done it a few times in yeah. smaller, different, you know, uh, forms. So I don't know. I just like... I like to build cool. Can we swear? Is it cool? Sure. Uh, do whatever like, you want. Yeah, right. I like to build cool shit. Okay. Um, I like to, you know, be a part of like, uh, you know, building cool products, building cool, meaningful products um, for people to use, and then sort of being an evangelist for those sort of things and getting people geeked up and getting them involved. That, that would get me super excited if I start seeing those network effects building. And then I'm just going to get out there and wave the flag even even stronger. So, yeah. One of the things you want to, I don't know if you want some unsolicited advice, but I was looking at your site. Of course I do. Okay. I want like everything. Um, one of the things I was doing, I looked at your site and uh, it had the, that it's, that there's no fee right now. Right. And eventually the plan is to switch over to some sort of like pay, uh, pay fee, right? Yeah. Taking the percentage of that. Yes, and that's still up for conversation. Yeah, so that's the thing is I think two things. One thing that jumps out, to, or something that I thought about a lot recently, not something that jumps out to me, but something that some I heard somebody say recently. It's a really good point. Is goes back to what you were saying about the um, chambers of commerce. Is trying to not trying to collect the people yourself, but find the people. We might talk about this on the phone, but find the people that already have the people that you want, and then incentivize them. To give you what you want to come over um, to the right side, right? So the for like the chamber of commerce thing, that's a, I feel like that's a good idea because there's a lot of people there. It seems like there's a lot of people there that are your target market. Um, the one thing that question that I had is why couldn't it be that someone else pays for this platform and it's free? So for instance, if, when people send money on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook doesn't take a cut of that, right? There's something else 
they they want people to be doing more things around there, right? You yeah, know, hold on to that. that Trying to yeah, exactly. Right, make it make, make it more indispensable. Right, exactly. Yeah, they want to become indispensable, more indispensable. Right, right. And that's money is a good one, <laughs> a good thing, right? Because then essentially you're becoming an online bank um, and transferring money between people. Uh, they can do like PayPal and charge people, but people are going to be a lot more likely to do the thing that's free. So it's true, yeah. and people are also going to be even even if it's free right now. When people do their research on this thing, like, who knows what's going to happen? The uh, fear of unknown, right? That's yeah. something that I think about a lot. Is how do I take as much risk out of the things that I'm doing as possible to help people not have the fear of the unknown uh, be the excuse or the reason they don't do this thing? Yeah, it's um, good point. And, and, uh, again, it's a chicken and egg thing of like obviously if there was sacred since Coca Cola, they gave you fifty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? To to uh, uh, another thing too that made me think of it. This where this podcast is going to go. Anchor up in. Have you heard of that? Uh, I don't know. So now I have. It's, it's platform, yeah. So it's a platform. It's awesome. I want to do a commercial for them actually. Um, it's awesome. Well, anybody can do it, so don't be too impressed. Um, <laughs> The, well, the way that it works is it used to be when you had a podcast, you had to pay to upload your episodes for somebody to host them, right? You had to pay for hosting for like 100 bucks a year or something. Basically, what they did, they will host your podcast now for free. They have a whole bunch of tools that you can use to edit your podcast and sound effects and music and all this stuff. Um, and then they will distribute it to SoundCloud, they'll distribute it to iTunes, like everywhere, right? Anywhere there's a place where your podcast can be uploaded, they will distribute it to you automatically for free. You don't have to pay them anything to sign up for it. The thing that you can do is monetize your podcast, though. And anybody, say, like Coca-Cola, for instance, will make a, a marketing deal with Anchor FM, and then they'll send it out to, not everyone, but some people who have big enough podcasts or qualify or whatever, they'll say, hey, do you want to record an ad for Coca-Cola? If you want to, you say yes. You record whatever it is they want you to say. Not exactly. They give you some bullet points. And then they will automatically place that in your podcast and they pay you $15 for every thousand listens or something like that. Anchor probably makes 90% of the marketing budget, right? And they're passing a little bit of the savings on to you. Yeah. But that's just like an idea that I thought of, of something recently that I had seen where, uh, you know, you maybe Coca-Cola pays $50,000 to sponsor X amount of these uh of these transactions mm -hmm. and then you're able to give that money to the business or make it you know what I mean mm -hmm. sort of add an extra layer to that thing um hmm I'll have to <laughs> process an idea process an idea. that one so they would uh they would pay how it works basically they, they Coca-Cola would pay to sponsor the app so people could use the app for free oh yeah the yeah okay. would be so like or, yes. Okay. So, I, okay. I see where we go with this. Um, you know, in the whole the whole conversation is to really like keep lower the hurdle for the users that they can use it. You know, freely. Um, you know, it's interesting because like talking about iteration before, I've waffled kind of back and forth on what I want to do originally. The first model was based on transaction fees. So it was only going to be the person who receives value. If I got a hundred dollar value given to me, like it'd be some nominal fee, like five percent charged to my credit card. So I'd pay five bucks for getting a hundred bucks. Okay, you net ninety five. That sounds like a pretty decent value. 
But, you know, a couple of smart people had told me, like, you know what? Don't ask for anybody's credit cards. Not yet. Because <laughs> nobody knows what that this is. Right, right. <laughs> so don't do that. Like, they're like, what you should do is try to keep it free as long as possible. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So one of, like, beyond, like, the first transaction model, I was like, okay, well, I know I'm interested in doing an ad model at some point. Well, maybe I need to put that to the very beginning of my stages and look for sponsorships, like, like you mentioned, look for advertisers, which can keep me afloat in doing what I'm doing to try to generate that traction. Right. Um, and so it's definitely... Uh, you know, in the conversation right now, like I'm not, I have no timeline as far as when I would want to flip a payment switch. Uh, I'm probably a little far off on, on that to be uh, quite honest with you. The thing that I have thought about recently is the sponsorship. I'm like, you know, I need to build a network, I think, to make it like attractive to them to want to sponsor. But I think the opportunity is definitely there. Like if I could build this, like especially if there's a strong B two B base, um, you know, who are using it, small businesses, you know, around the country, around wherever, um, around the world, um, that would be an awesome play for me. And I actually think you know maybe there's as much money in the ad you know side of things sure as there would be charging people to get. Um, value. So I would say probably coming from that. Well, you know, also <laughs> yeah, marketing yeah. and advertising background. There's, I mean, people are burning heaps of cash every day. Oh my god! On far less, uh, you know, useful things and far less in places where there's far less attention than obviously on your phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's. I mean, just looking at. I mean, I hate. In any startup conversation, I hate even bringing up like Facebook. It's like the worst <laughs> idea ever. But it's like their whole lifeblood is really was based on ads, and there are several of those that are like, you know. And I look at say, you know, something like Yelp, for instance. <clears throat> you know, they're they're getting revenue a couple different ways, but one of them is like, you know, featured members and spotlight. Try to you know put them higher in the rankings, and so that could be something that you know people who are members may be interested in uh, boosting their own status within search. And well, stuff. another thing too that I just thought about is people could trade uh, points, right? But also it could be a thing where they trade points and you have to leave a review or like you, your points default, you, your points go back. You know what I mean? If you don't, in a certain amount of time, if you don't leave a review or if you don't shoot a little, you know, Instagram, that's actually social really proof ad for them or something. Uh, because that's very interesting. All that like social push stuff is very valuable to a business, right? And from a marketing standpoint, they're probably not going to have the budget to actually pay somebody to. If it's a small business, they're going to have the budget to pay somebody to do this work for them. But yeah, you, you don't necessarily need everybody's producing content now. You know, you don't need to pay somebody necessarily to pay or to produce some content for you. But if they agree to tag you in all their pictures and you know what I mean? Whatever that. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really great point about, um, you know, the sort of the tip or tap, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you need to, uh, you know, leave some sort of, like, we have reviews um, baked into the platform right now, but there's no, there's no requirement necessarily that you leave a review. It's just kind of like, you know, willy-nilly, like you go to a restaurant, you review it on Yelp because you feel like it. Right. Um, or you want to help a business, then you know, or whatever. 
Um, that's super interesting, actually, that you bring that up. Um, I ha haven't directly um, thought of it uh, yet, you know, in relation to like Giverang, but I recently gone through um, the Y Combinator has this free okay. online startup yeah, I was, school. I was actually going to recommend that to you because I've watched that. Oh, not, yeah. not the startup school, but I have watched a lot of their videos on YouTube is excellent. Oh, great that shit. content is oh my God. excellent. It's so simple it's and it's so, so clear. That's what it's very impressive to me. Oh, how they boil it down. It's yeah, insane. It's, I mean, it's exactly the right things to ask, you know, and to think about. And and, and I'll, I'll give you kind of the roundabout way to it's gonna tie it into your, um, you know, your idea about, uh, you know, making sure that if you get you know, you're given a service or whatever it is to you, then you have to re leave a review or whatever. So, you know, why Combinator has something called Startup School. It's like a free 10-week online course. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, cool resources. There's a whole forum where everybody's helping each other and vetting their ideas and all this stuff. Um, you know, you have to provide weekly updates to them. It kind of keeps you on track and on schedule, which is also super helpful in measuring your primary metrics, all this stuff that, Shit, you probably weren't really thinking too seriously <laughs> about, and forces you to be very serious. And they release weekly lectures; it's cool. And then one of the things that they do every Thursday, uh, they have something called group sessions. So, whatever vertical that you're in, say mine is like business to business, you get matched with like a couple other founders, like usually in your time zone. You specify what time you want to do. So mine was like 8 p.m. East Eastern Standard Time. I would get thrown into a group with random co-founders, like four or five other guys. And we'd all go around and practice like talking about a pitch. Obviously, I, I need work on my idea. Any, you know, if the beginning of this interview is any uh, <laughs> evidence of that. But um, it was really cool because like, like stuff started like really sharpening and whatever. Right. So you go through that, you talk about, ask questions of each other's businesses, try to poke holes in it. And it's super helpful. It makes things a lot more clear for you. But where I'm getting at is at the end um, of that, it closes out and you have to provide feedback for you know other people. Yes. They have three questions that they ask. One is, uh, do you understand what this person's building? Uh, number two, uh, are you excited by the product that they're building? And number three, would you want to work with this person? Right. It's on a scale of one to three. You know, three being like, yes, I would definitely want to do this with this person or I get it, you know? Um, and so you have to do this like rating system and then you uh, can leave optional written feedback. Um, and then uh, you send it off to them. Right. But like when other people, if you don't do that, if you don't send that feedback, you can't read your feedback. Right. So like you'll get an email like X, Y, you got like, uh, you know, three, founder feedbacks, but like you have to provide feedback for everybody, not just one person. You have to do the entire group of things to right. see the feedback. So I'm like, yeah, that is such it's a smart freaking idea because like, I'm like gung ho about leaving people like, you know, real as good feedback as I can based on my understanding of what they're trying to do. But I think something like that could definitely work in the system yeah. and give her, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's interesting. Thanks for bringing my yeah, brain yeah, yeah. around. We're, we're, yeah, we're like sort of running out of time here. Um, is there anything else that, that you feel like we should cover? 
So we sort of got the basics and people know. Um, God, I mean, I don't even know. Like, it, it's just been like a an interesting journey so far to yeah. try to, you know, as a solo person, trying to make my way in this crazy, you know, startup world. But I'm like super encouraged so far by, you know, the response that I'm getting and, and some of the constructive feedback that I've gotten. You know, I would love for anybody who happens to listen to the podcast to, you know, go on there and, uh, you know, let me know whether it's clear or shoot me an email. It's Mark at Giverang with two R's in the middle, uh, dot com. And just like share with me your feedback. Good, bad, ugly, really ugly. It doesn't matter. Like I, it all helps part of the sharpening process. And, and creative knows that you're not heading way out of the gate. <laughs> Very few people are. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I started off uh, as sort of the R.L. Stein guy and I'll hopefully work my way up to Harry Potter type books. But so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, the audience can check it out and let me know what they think. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll definitely link it up in the show notes and stuff and uh, hopefully we'll send some people your way. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Yeah, thanks, Justin. Yeah, appreciate thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, cool, cool stuff.